My name is Kolea. My pronouns are they, them, there. And I'm Z. My pronouns are they, them, there. And this is an installation in our STEM series. So thank you so much, Z, for joining us. Um, thank you for inviting me. Yeah. Um, so we're going to dive right in. <laughs> and what is your part, your identity, your job in the community? Um, so I actually, okay, so I'll start from my tech stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I get, yeah, I guess I am a computer scientist. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird saying that, but, um, I guess I can cause I graduated. Um, <laughs> you were allowed to, yes. I mean, you can, you can say that even if you didn't go to school though. For, I like, probably couldn't, but yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so that, and then I also, um, started teaching this semester as well from um this is my first semester teaching um at the school that i graduated from women and gender studies mm-hmm. uh this semester is like critical race theory um so yeah <laughs> there's that uh, but with my tech stuff i basically like my whole instagram account is just trying to um provide tips uh tech tips and just digital security tips in an accessible way for people who wouldn't otherwise like see that information. So um, organizers, because I am a community organizer, mm-hmm. and I guess I was previously a student organizer when I was still organizing in school and um, other marginalized people, black and brown people, um, people who are usually surveilled and um, by cops or police or the government, um, yeah, just so they know how to protect themselves online um, and what precautions to take. Awesome. So, yeah. And you mentioned uh, that you guess you can now call yourself a computer scientist. Um, can you tell me a little bit more about, like, specifically what that is or, like, um, yeah, what that is? What that, what does that mean? I All I know, know is, like, coding and there's something called Python. <laughs> um, yeah. So... I guess like it incorporates a lot of things. So, um, yeah, there's just so many different things that go into computer science. So, you know, there is coding, like you were saying, mm-hmm. and then there's like people who don't code, maybe there's like project managers. So they basically like manage how a project is going to be. Um, they write down, yeah, they basically do like in-depth, like instruction on how the project's gonna be in like the format. And there's um, people who are also like into, gaming um which also can overlap with software engineering it's just like so many different things and then there's like people who are experts in like specifically in um networks and systems or um what else there's like so many okay yeah all of them but um oh and there's people who um their job might be to like figure out how users interact with interface so they're not necessarily coding but they're trying to um they're just trying to see the best way to create um, some software and app that would be easiest for people who, or just like people who are going to use it or like Mm -hmm. future consumers or whatever. So it just, I think any person who has any type of expertise on technology in some way, I guess can call themselves a computer scientist. 
Um, it just depends on like like what area they're working on. I think that's the main difference between all the fields, like what specific area you're focusing on. Okay. But they all come together to like make the thing. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned that you um, you have your master's and that you were kind of focused on, was it like security things? Did I make that up? Yeah, so... Yeah, I do like to focus more on security and um, surveillance and, like, also the intersections of race and technology because that wasn't actually something I was taught when I was going to school. We Mm -hmm. were just – and nothing – we also weren't taught about, like, you know, critiquing these programs and um, technologies. We were just like, these are the things that we're going to use, and this Mm -hmm. is why you use them. But we never actually, like, sat down and were like, yeah, these technologies actually – the way they've been created is pretty harmful to black people or trans people. Wow. Um, I actually had to like, I actually had to like follow other like black people who were in, um, black or queer or trans people who are in tech to really, um, get into that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was never like talked, I was never taught that or like talked to, um, I never really talked to anybody about that in class. I did have a, like, I guess she is a mentor. She was, like, the only black teacher in our whole, in our whole, or black female teacher in mm-hmm. our whole um, major. Wow. And she did, like, talk to us about, um, we would have conversations about race and computer science, and she even took us to a conference one time, but none of this was actually, like, in class type of stuff. This would be, like, on the side whenever I went to go see her at her office hours or something. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely one reason why I was really excited about um, talking to people in, which I know STEM is like a huge umbrella, um, but like specifically in like the technology field, because I know that there is like um, underrepresentation and that there, and something I've seen on your Instagram, um, which albeit I don't know that I've understood a lot of it, but not because you're not making it accessible, because I, I think I just didn't know exactly what the purpose is so now that like you've told me i'm like oh that makes a lot more sense of why you're pointing that out because i was like why are we talking about this i just i told i already told you i don't be knowing shit but um (laughs) but that's something that you pointed like you've pointed out a few things and i'm like oh i had no idea that like you know that this was um harmful towards black people or harmful towards like queer trans people like i i had no idea because i think i've always just looked at it um the things that i've been told about like computers and about tech and just been like this is just how things are and so it sounds like you've done a lot of um work and kind of diving in deep of like yeah this is how things are but like this is not necessarily how things should be and here's why so i think that's something that's really really important um especially as um so there's this thing in uh, like teaching and I haven't been a teacher for years. So maybe it's different now, but I don't think it is um, where they were like, we want, we have to get our kids ready for like, you know, the 21st century learning. And really what they meant was like kids learning how to maybe code um, kids learning how to depend and be very fluent in technology um, to get yeah. the answers that they need. And um but it was always kind of like, well, sometimes it's inaccessible. I taught at um, some poor schools 
Um, so it's not like they were going home and like had like an iPad or anything like that, but like the kind of the representation of it all, like I would have loved to have been able to be like, look, <laughs> like instead of yeah. like seeing, um, you know, just like a white guy or something on the screen. So I think that's really cool. Um, I told you ten tangential. Um, but, um, do you have any other part of, uh, you were still kind of talking about your identity and I kind of wanted to ask some clarifying questions. Do you have anything else that you want to share about your identity or maybe not? Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I guess like the reason I'm doing all this stuff is cause I'm a, I'm a black, like queer trans non-binary person, but like all those things together kind of like, um, formed how I see a lot of things mm -hmm. in the world. Um, so I guess like with technology, just seeing how a lot of the people who are targeted on certain platforms as well are people who are the same identities as me um, is like, I guess one of the reasons, I mean, there's tons of reasons that, but one of the reasons that I wanted to, um, I guess, do what I'm doing now with my social media. Mm -hmm. so. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned that your like one professor was like a, a black woman, um, I guess in the department. Um, did you find that you were well, like one, one of the only black people, one of the only queer people um, just in your like cohort, like in your um, the department of, that you studied in? Yeah, so I would never even like I know there were some black there were black people but it was like hard to find each other like I didn't know so, so when we all went to the conference together I didn't even know like any of them <laughs> and we were all like where have you been <laughs> yeah it was like six of us that went together uh -huh. um and she knew all of us so she was the one who like set it up okay and um yeah I was able to meet more black people um but also like there's a disconnect because like I am non-binary like I'm a non-binary trans person and they're all like women they identify as women mm -hmm. um so we that we were going the conference we went to was black computer and it was for like black women in computer science and I was like I mean yeah I'm like I am gendered as a woman like by mm -hmm. society but like that's how I feel so it's also like that disconnect like yeah we're all black yeah yeah people <laughs> and also like I just find I don't really tell people and computers, like, the people in that circle, I'm, like, not telling them that I'm non-binary, a non-binary trans person. I'm just like, yeah. Because okay. <laughs> I don't feel comfortable with them, okay. for the most part. Like, that level of comfort, I guess. Yeah. Do you, um, yeah. I would love to ask a follow-up question about feeling comfortable or uncomfortable about, I guess, coming out to this group of strangers. Um, but uh, do you, did you feel uncomfortable sharing that about yourself because they were black, because they were unfamiliar, um, because they were unfamiliar in black? Like, why did you feel that discomfort? I, I, I understand, like, I've, I've felt that way, but I, I'm wondering kind of what, why that was the case for you. Yeah, um, just because they're unfamiliar, like, none of them really... Because I've, like, met their other friends and stuff. Like, they all hang out with, like, straight cis people. And I'm, like, I just don't feel like explaining it. Yeah. <laughs> explaining it. Because I have other, like, black non-binary friends. I'm, like, well, they get it because they're, they're non-binary or they hang out with non-binary people mm -hmm. or non-binary people or trans people. So, but yeah. it, it's, like, you don't have to explain anything. With that, it's just, like, uh, 
Yeah, I'm, I don't feel like <laughs> trying to explain this. Yeah, I, I, I do understand that. I think um, I had a, a coworker. Um, she's pretty cool, um, but we work we work kind of closely together. But um, she, I guess she had made a post or seen a post, whatever. She had some sort of conversation with some friends that were over. This was pre-COVID. Um, but some friends that were over, and they kind of got into like this heated discussion about gender. And... As far as I understand, she's uh, bisexual, um, I think. Um, and um, and basically she was just like, you know, gender and sexuality are two different things. And she was trying to d- defend um, non-binary and trans people um, not being a non-binary and trans person. And I, and I was just like, oh, that's really, you know, nice of you. <laughs> um, I appreciate, I appreciate that, whatever. And she was like sharing it with me because she was basically like, oh, you like, you have to deal with this shit all the time. And I was like, I actually don't deal with that shit all the time. There are definite like instances where like people are just like, how can you be non-binary? And it's just like, I don't know, man. (laughs) But like, I don't want to take the time or the energy. But what I ended up telling her, I was like, listen, I don't care if someone doesn't understand my gender or lack thereof, right? Like, I don't care if someone doesn't understand my non-binaryness. I just want them to get my pronouns right. Like, you can think whatever the fuck you want to think. You can think like woman light or, you know, man light or just whatever the fuck. Um, I like in your head, but like when you are talking about me, these are the pronouns you need to use and you don't need to understand anymore. And it's mostly because one, I don't know you like that. Um, It's none of your business. And two, I'm just, I'm tired. Like, I just don't want to do it. It's just, it's work that I'm like, this doesn't really seem like it's going to have a high payoff. Like, (laughs) So I'm good. Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree with that because I'm just like, if I feel like you're not going to get it, I'm not going to waste my time um, trying to explain it to you. Like if I just feel like if I feel like someone's already dismissive, it's like, what's the point? They're not going to be in my life anyways. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I'm not going to like go in a fight, get in a fight over like explaining why you need to be whatever. I just I'm not going to do it. Um, I don't have a lot of energy as a person. Um, but Next question, um, why uh, or how uh, does your identity um, inform your wellness needs and your self-care? Um, I guess, so my identity probably informs like all my wellness needs by, um, I guess I pay attention who I like surround myself by, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. I make sure I'm not around people who don't like who who say like very questionable things like about black people or about um trans people or about mm-hmm. queer people like I just make sure I'm like oh you said anything I'm just gonna like I don't even like what I do is I guess this is like cutting people off but if I just if you say anything I just stop talking like I don't even say this and this and this and this is why I'm, yeah. I just stop talking to you like Same. that's it you just never hear from me again <laughs> and they're like what happened and you're like guess you'll never know <laughs> yeah yeah I feel um, that yeah, um, do you yeah that's that's what the youths are calling it yes ghosting I actually don't know if the youths are calling it I'm not a youth but um do do you feel like there's a certain part of your identity that um has a heavier pull in like your self-care and your wellness needs or do you feel like um they're kind of equal or which one is it yeah I think they're kind of all equal um I just feel like everything's intersecting um so like what a white non-binary person would do I wouldn't do but also like a black 
the straight person would do I wouldn't do for my wellness needs like mm-hmm. I feel like everything like comes together mm-hmm. for um, all my wellness needs so I love that yeah and you sound really intentional about who you spend time with um do you yeah. feel like do you feel like you're actively avoiding people or do you feel like you're actively like trying to find people or do you already have like a group of people that like feel good and tight and right yeah i feel like i already have a group of people um most of my friends so i have like um like three friend groups um and like most of the people i'm trying to think only one of them's white <laughs> only one of my friends is not like all like out of all of them are white mm-hmm. and of that everybody like either black or a person of color mm-hmm. um, and then like i have my partner um he's also like a person of color oh he's like mixed or whatever but um <laughs> um yeah so everybody I hang out with is just like I've just found over the years um being around a lot of white people and like this is like this is why this one white person is my only white friend because like I know they they they're like they're like that one white person who would I mean you know John Brown right the um the white man that like literally died um yeah trying to like stop slavery yeah I feel like She's like that. Like, <laughs> so she's like, she's like a ride or die, like an accomplice, yeah. more of like more than an ally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, that's why like it's so like easy to be friends with her, even though she's white. Because like I just I know I don't have to explain anything to her. Yeah. About any of my identities, I know I don't have to like coach her through things or like this is why. Like she's just like already got it. Like yeah she's on it already so um yeah those are like if you're gonna be like if you're white and you're gonna be my friend you basically have to be like that you have to be like Um, fully vetted i totally understand (laughs) it's just like i'm not explaining shit to you so you got to get like hip to it real fast or just like come back when you're ready (laughs) yeah exactly because whenever i like like talk to the other white people and i feel like they're like that then they just do something that i'm just like never mind like yeah. they always like prove me wrong <laughs> so i've just stopped so that is my that's my group of okay. like, friends and everyone that's awesome though and it's you said that you have three like three groups of friends is it like from school from out and about from work well, most of them i met at my school but one of them i actually met i've known since middle school okay um so like okay so in one friend group so so they like okay i'll explain how it is so one friend group has three people and then me another has two people and me and then one me okay um so the one friend group um it's me my friend who's also nigerian american and then my friend who's liberian american and we like i've known um my friend who is liberian american since we were in middle school mm-hmm. and then like my other friend who's nigerian american we met um at college mm-hmm. and we all like connect on that and like talking about how African parents are wild um (laughs) (laughs) and then um the other friend groups like I met them through like um a club at school like a leftist club at school yeah so did you um, say a leftist is that what you said oh yeah leftist club at school it's no longer like a thing but um 
and then the other friend group I met one of them at a leftist the same leftist club and then the other one I met through someone who like I don't talk to anymore but yeah that's I, basically all at the same school except for one person okay um yeah that's cool are you um from Charlotte originally or did you move here no I'm from Salisbury it's okay like yeah 30, 30 45 minutes I think mm-hmm. very familiar um, yeah cheer wine that's it's there. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what everyone says. Everyone's like, yeah, look at They're like, oh, yeah, cheer wine, cheer wine, right? And they're like, and everything else. They actually have a really cute downtown in Salisbury. I actually enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's cute. Um, okay. Um, and so um, when do you know that you need to engage in self-care? What are some signs for you? Um, I feel like I'm not... <laughs> I'm not the best at self-care because I will, like, uh, just work until I'm, like, super stressed. That's a sign. And that's what I know. <laughs> yeah, that's what I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm just, like, really anxious or it's, like, um, it's really hard to, like, do anything or uh-huh. get out of bed. Um, but I feel like I always get to that point and I'm, like, I need to probably take a step back before that happens. Because mm-hmm. um, then it just gets, it's, like, not a great time being like that because then I don't want to do anything and then yeah and that includes like self-care because I'm just like I I'm tired yeah I can't get out of bed so do you feel like the anxiety that you do feel whenever you've um kind of gone past your threshold um is that more like mental is it more physical is it kind of a combination of both yeah it starts off as mental and then I realize how exhausting like that whole like because whenever I get like anxiety attacks I don't realize how exhausted I am until like after it's done and I'm like I'm so tired yeah you had to lay down (laughs) yeah okay and are the anxiety attacks that you're talking about are those um because you've like just driven yourself too far or are they like triggered by just something just like something different I think both yeah okay it's like a combination of it. Like sometimes it'll just be because I'm doing too much mm-hmm. and I will like put too much on like my plate on mm-hmm. what I have to do. Cause I'm like, Oh, I want to do that. And I want to do that. And I want to do that. Yeah. And then other times I'm just like, um, I'm on, so I get, I, what is it called? Hypochondria. Okay. It's like when you get scared of illnesses, mm-hmm. especially with COVID right now. Um, COVID hasn't actually been my main focus. It was originally with my whole, like, whenever I was, like, scared of, like, different sicknesses. That originally was, like, what I was super scared about. Yeah. And then it'll just be, like, random things. I'll see, like, somebody famous, like, died. And I'm like, oh, no, what'd they die from? And it'll be, like, um, like, some rare, rare thing. It'll be, like, cancer, like, cancer of the eye or something. And I'm like, oh, God, like, let me read the symptoms. And oh, then I'm don't like, do oh, that. My, oh, my gosh, my eye hurts. Yeah. And I can't, and I do <laughs> <laughs> My therapist was like, you need to stop doing that. <laughs> Please <Like>, stop. <laughs> but um, it'll just be like, so yeah, I think a lot of the time whenever I get triggered by something, just because I'm online, like whenever I scroll through social media, mm-hmm. I'll just find things, new things, and I'll be like, I wish I was not online just now. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, um, that's something I had to actually actively not do because I was like, I don't know. 
Let me look it up, WebMD. Why are you on the internet? It should be banned, okay? It should just be banned. And I would like look something up and it would be like a totally normal thing. You know, like you were like, oh, my eye hurts, but really your eye just like itches a little bit, right? And then all of a sudden it's just like you're five pages deep and you're like, okay, well, I guess this is it. Let me just call my friends and family and let them know, you know? Literally, like, I'm over here, like, planning, like, what's going to happen? Like, who am I going to give all, all my stuff to? And, like, <laughs> yeah. I need to stop. <laughs> I would dare say WebMDing or um, uh, Googling, researching uh, symptoms is, um, it's not a good form of self-care, but it also could be a little bit anxiety-inducing, um, if, especially if you feel like you, like you have, like, hypochondria. Um, yeah. so that's fair. Okay. So you, you know that you, um, need to engage whenever your body is like, I will shut this whole shit down and you got to like lay down and kind of decompress. Is that right? Yeah, basically. Okay. Do you, um, recognize, um, when you are feeling too anxious or do you recognize like in retrospect, like, oh, I'm feeling anxious instead of like, oh, I'm seeing symptoms of anxiety. Does that make sense? Yeah, I'll, I'll see, like, the symptoms coming up. Okay. Like, I'm sure, oh, like, and because a lot, a lot of the time my mind starts to wander. Okay. Into, like, just the worst oh, uh, okay. places. And I'm like, uh, okay, this is, this is when I know, like, I need to, like, just take a step back. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I do, and sometimes I don't, which is really bad, because I should always take a step back if I'm feeling like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes I'm like, I have to get it done, and it's like, I feel like in reality, whatever I'm doing isn't like that pressing to where I have to like keep working through anxiety. But like I tell myself that it has to be done right then. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense a lot. Make makes a lot of sense. Okay. Um, is that kind of the only like the only or like the the biggest uh, sign that you need to engage in self care? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's the main one. Oh, and I guess, like, I guess other, like, physical feelings, like a headache or, um, yeah, mainly he- mainly headaches, because that's why I know, that's also when I know I'm, like, doing too much. Okay. Because I don't really get headaches like that, but when I do, they're really bad. Mm. Okay. Um, so how, how do you take care of your mind, body, and spirit? I know you mentioned that. I do actually have a question about your, I'm throwing a bunch of questions at you. Um, you mentioned that you see a therapist. Um, I would like to know, um, how you started going to a therapist and did you go for like regular maintenance or did you start going because you're like, I have this need and like, I need to go see a therapist. Yeah, it was more like, I, like I need to go see a therapist. Okay. Um, like I was like, it's, it's getting to that point where I need to see one because, uh, in high school, like, I always knew, like, I had anxiety and depression and whatever else. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, my family isn't, like, open about that stuff. And I felt like they'd feel weird about it. Or I know they'd feel weird about it. Okay. Um, like, why do you need to go to a therapist? You don't, there's nothing wrong with you or whatever. Mm-hmm. Even though, like, you don't have to go to, like, what? You can go to a therapist even if you don't necessarily have anything wrong. Yeah. Um. So, like, I just, like, went all throughout high school, and then I came to, I came here, so I came to my school in 2016, um, and then I think 2018 is when I was, like, someone told me, 
that we get like 12 free sessions I think a year at the school that's pretty good like, oh cool yeah yeah I mean it used to be more honestly but that's better than what I was getting which was none yeah um but like I just like called the school and I was like yeah I want to go see a therapist there and they just assigned me to this like white lady and she was okay but like eh, like I want to change who I was seeing because mm-hmm. I was like this isn't this isn't it mm-hmm. <laughs> um but because of the sessions are like only 12 a year they basically do like I guess they just analyze like what issues you're dealing with if they're long term or whatever um, and she was just like, yeah, you're probably going to need to see someone outside of the school because, like, you just need long-term therapy. And I was like, oh, okay. Thanks. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Was that a was dragging? Like, okay. Or? She was like, she was like, you said what? I said, was that a dragging? Or, like, <laughs> how do we feel about like, that? Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, mean, I was going to keep seeing them, though, until I could get – because, like, going off campus would mean I'd have to pay. Right, um, right. So, but I wanted to change who I was seeing because it was a white lady and uh-huh. she didn't do anything but I just didn't want a white lady Yeah. so I tried changing who my therapist was and they were like oh well we already gave you outside resources so you can't change who you're seeing and I was like that makes no sense but okay and then I didn't go for like that was the beginning of 2018 and I didn't go again until this year mm-hmm. <laughs> this year um, in May Okay. Yeah, I called them again, and I was like, hey, um, yeah, I want to see a therapist, so I liked this person, he was pretty cool, um, I think he was gay, that might be why I liked him, I mean, he was white, but he was gay, so, <laughs> yeah, so um, he gave me, he talked to me, and then he gave me some resources for, um, because I wouldn't be using insurance, so he gave me resources for, like, off-campus, um, an off-campus database it's called oh what is it called I'm gonna remember at the end of this okay um, yeah it's basically <laughs> to it's like basically for people who are who are like not using insurance or low income um so usually therapy appointments are like I think like 100 120 dollars without insurance but this database yeah that's like a lot this database um it's like therapists offering like 40 dollar 50 dollar okay 60 dollar therapy sessions um so I signed up with one of them and I didn't really like her that much because like she was black and queer, but she kept canceling on me. She'd be like, Hey, I have something. And she literally kept canceling on mm-hmm. me and she was not offering me any type of coping mechanisms. I was like, I'm, I feel like I'm just talking and then like nothing's happening. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, I just recently switched to somebody, um, and I've had like three therapy sessions with her and she's really great. Awesome. Um, she's also black and queer is she a part of that network yeah okay yeah and hers are cheaper too because the other the first one was offering 60 dollars, but she's offering 50 and she said i could go down to 40 if i needed it okay um yeah she's been offering like really good coping mechanisms um she was the one who's telling me to get off my phone at night (laughs) and (laughs) it's just not looking things up um and she was just giving me like she was basically telling me to like start tracking my mood and so I started like doing using a mood tracker on my phone okay and she there's something called like life a life review and you basically like go through the different I guess stages in your life that like stood out the most to you okay and, like, she talked about that the first um the first session that we had and um 
then I started like she never act, like actually asked me to like talk with her about that but she said that's some, that's one of the things we do eventually and then I started thinking about like different stages in my life and I was like oh gosh like <laughs> I never thought about it like <laughs> yeah yeah but um she's been really great so far so. awesome well, I'm glad that you found yeah. a therapist that feels like a good fit for you yeah yeah i don't know that was really hard (laughs) like i didn't realize because i had heard people saying finding a therapist was hard but then i actually went through it oh yeah that's so true yeah um it's like much harder than like i thought it was gonna be i thought it was i I thought it was just gonna like my first one i was gonna be like yeah this is great but no i mean that would be nice right yeah Mm -hmm. when i think that it, it it um says good things about you that you were like that you continued to like go after the care you needed like you were advocating your with yourself anytime you were like this person's not it this person's not it like um and making sure that you had someone that like felt like it was it you know like you felt good and safe and like that you trusted their um trusted i guess i don't know if we can use the word expertise but like trust trust their expertise I'm in the field. So absolutely. So that's kind of, that's one way you, um, I guess, take care of yourself. Kind of derail this a little bit, but um, as far as mind, body, spirit, are there any other things that you do? Yeah. um, I started like trying to, I'm going to get more into yoga, but, but yoga looks too hard because it's, I have to be flexible. No, you don't. I, I need to like work on my. <laughs> you don't. I promise. I am not flexible. I'm not flexible, and I practice yoga. I'm. I just. I feel like I'm the least flexible person out there. Yeah. I mean that's dramatic, but like okay, well, I'm not particularly flexible. You know, I feel you. <laughs> and then I can start. I can maybe I can start getting into because I look at some of those poses and I'm like, yeah, no, that's not happening. Oh yeah, I like not do that. <laughs> Instagram yoga is trash okay like they'll be like yeah you know just like bust it open and like put both your feet behind your head and i'm like why would you do that why like i mean like i know like beneficially like why it's like good for xyz chakras but like uh, the big problem with a lot of uh instagram yoga is or social media yoga but mostly instagram is that they don't talk to you about all that they have to do in order to be like safely in that pose and there actually has been um a noted notable rise in injury like yoga injuries because of that shit on instagram where someone's just like, oh, I want to show someone how flexible I am. Or it's usually flexible and like maybe strong too, but like strong, like if you can't do a handstand, you can't do a handstand. Um, But like, and people have been injuring themselves because they've been trying to throw their body into these these poses that are just not, um, they take a lot of warming up or they take a lot of stretching or they take a lot of um, practice. And they're just like, yeah. fucking their bodies up with that which is like embarrassing you know because yoga is like super gentle it's just like oh that hurts don't do it <laughs> like that's really it yeah you know nobody ever like i feel like people do not talk about that enough because i will that's what i see oh yeah it's just those and i'm like no i'm not listen yeah doing i'm not listen i like as a yogi and as someone who like went through like yoga teacher training i'm like i'm not doing that Okay, like I'm not gonna do it, and it's not that I can't do some of these things. It's that I'm not gonna do that. 
I know that doesn't feel good for my wrist or like my hip does a weird thing when I do that. I'm not gonna do it. And I'll, and like even, you know, practicing in a group, like if I go to like a yoga class at a studio, I'm like, I don't want to do it for that long. Like, but they don't like, that's not, not, that's not necessarily something that, um, that they talk about. They, a lot of times it makes you feel like, oh, like the whole group is doing this. You got to do this too, but you don't, it's your body anyways. So you're thinking you wanted to get into yoga. Um, are you wanting to do that because you feel like physically it's a good thing for you to do, or you feel like it's going to kind of fulfill some sort of like mental or spiritual thing? I think it'll help, like, with mental, like, just, like, the whole, like, it just seems calming and, like, relaxing, and, like, it can get your mind to, like, not, because my mind's always, like, all over the place, like, um, just, like, thinking, 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 but I feel like doing that, and also meditating um, would help me Mm -hmm. um, be able to, like, center my thoughts and not have them, like, running away constantly. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And um, exercising, too. I haven't started exercising, like, walking. Mm-hmm. Um, walking has been it's getting too cold to walk it, it, right it now, is a but, little bit <laughs> yeah because so I'd be wanting to walk to too <laughs> yeah yeah like I and like I don't even like the summer but now I want it to be summer so I can walk outside <laughs> the only good thing about winter is like it, you don't sweat when you walk outside because it's so cold <laughs> that's, that's the, the only good thing, good thing. <laughs> uh okay and, um, so, I mean, are yeah, these things that you're currently trying to implement or are they things that you intend on implementing? So the walking, actually, I, I've been doing that for like a few months now, like mm-hmm. I think two, two months. And then the yoga and meditation are things that I want to implement. Um, I was looking for like different apps for meditation mm-hmm. and they're all white men or Ooh. like white people. Okay. And I was just like, I, I don't want that. So I, every time I'll listen to it, I'm like, I think you're white. And then I uninstall it. <laughs> this feels real white to me. Um, I would like to make a recommendation to you for meditation. There's an app called Liberate. Um, and that actually is only um, like black and brown um, people. And that actually are super, I don't love the word inclusive, but like they're super inclusive um, and aware and actually have like their uh, a section, if I'm not mistaken, for queer people as well. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's called Liberate. And I think it's like a little red icon. Um, okay. So, Thank yeah. You. Definitely, because I, I, I totally understand. I'm like, I don't want some white woman telling me how to meditate <laughs> or like some yeah. white woman, you know, telling me to, you know, talk to my ancestors because I got feelings about yeah. her ancestors. So let's talk about your ancestors, actually. Uh, so, yeah, I, I understand that. Um, do you feel like that that um, whiteness is kind of a hindrance to certain aspects of self-care for you um i don't know if i would say because it's not like i'm thinking about white people all the time <laughs> it's just that it's not relaxing for me mm-hmm. yeah i guess like, yeah like certain like whiteness so just it's not relaxing like no not at all just like yeah when i think about like what I'm imagining, because like I want to imagine, imagine like I would close my eyes when I'm listening to these people talk on these apps, and like imagine the person's in the room with me. Now, if I'm imagining like this like old white man in the room with me, like telling me to, I'm like, no, like this is not 
Yeah, I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'd say kind of. Okay. <laughs> but it's funny because um, whenever, so this, I guess this goes into the mind part of it, whenever I want to like relax my mind, I watch, I watch like Viking shows because like, I'm like, ooh, this is white on white crime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's not, and that relaxes you? <laughs> I think that just makes me laugh. I mean, kind of. Okay. That just makes me laugh. But I was like, yeah, they, this is this is legit, like, white on white crime. Like, they Absolutely. are, like, killing each other. Yeah. In these shows. <laughs> but also, like... <laughs> I want to know, I mean, maybe I just, I'm unaware, but, like, are there a ton of Viking shows on TV? Or Netflix. So. Netflix. Okay. I'm just, like, I've never seen a Viking show in my life, but I've also never looked for one. So. Yeah. I don't know how I found it. Like, I don't know what I was doing. I just, it's called The Last Kingdom on Netflix. Okay. And um, that's the one I watch mainly. There's another one called Vikings. Um, and there's, like, no black people in it. Which is unfortunate, but mm-hmm. I feel like every time there's a, there's black people in like mostly white shows, nothing's good good is going to happen. So I'm like, maybe it's good that there's no black. People yeah, y'all keep your me. white on white violence to yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, I was really into that show for a little bit. I was like, yo, this is wild. Like the things they were doing, I was like, uh. <laughs> it's like. That's that, so funny to watch with people and okay. then just be like, yo, did you see that? But also, it's kind of sad <laughs> because there's also little kids. Aww. So I'm just like, uh, yeah. Okay. And this is, I mean, this yeah. maybe is going to sound silly, but this is like a scripted show. Like, this is like, yeah. like a historical yeah. uh, fiction. Kind of. So it's based off some books. Okay. And the author basically, like, would, he took like people who were actual Vikings, but like, put them into his story and like okay. made them fit into his story in a way sure um i can name not one viking so <laughs> i feel like i can name two but it's like i feel like those are the two like so the last kingdom and then what the other one is just vikings um <laughs> okay <laughs> vikings like, that was, that was like your show's about game. vikings <laughs> yeah. we're gonna call it vikings <laughs> so, um, that one uh i feel like that one that one's gay, I think. That one has, like, some gay stuff in it, so I can start watching that one. I've just been clipped. Yeah. Um, See, I was trying don't... to look up stuff on gay Vikings one time, but, like, there's, like, nothing because Christians, like, probably destroyed it or something. I don't know. I... <laughs> gay Vikings. <laughs> I just... Um, there's this really great book I read called uh, Queer Magic, and um, it's a survey of different religions and like spiritualities and kind of cultures um, or the cultures that they were attached to um, like across the world. <clears throat> and it talks about queerness in them, like how it shows up, how it didn't show up, people's attitudes around them. And they um, and it's fascinating uh, for one. Um, but in Vikings, I do remember that um they kind of didn't play that gay shit. Um, like, yeah, yeah. Cause like, I mean, overwhelmingly what I found in the book was like, um, white people were just like, "Mm, no to the gay shit. And so like, you know, homophobia, queer phobia, transphobia in like Africa, like the continent of Africa was really started from white people. 
um, because there were, while they wouldn't use the word like lesbian, but like there were like queer people in the community, they weren't being like necessarily chastised or endangered or persecuted. That's the word I'm thinking of. And it was kind of like that, like honestly across the world, like most um, black and brown indigenous people um, were like, okay, you're gay. We got a word for that. And this is what you're doing in the community and you're safe and we're respected. Um, But then when I was like getting for like in the region and like Europe, um there of course was some like okay yeah we're cool with it um and like a really weird strict uh like machismo kind of way um like the greeks and the romans were like honestly i don't i wasn't really into that that was some weird shit but um but yeah but like vikings were kind of like almost like hyper masculine yeah, that's honestly not surprising. The way they, just from the way they make the shows, I'm just like. Which I mean, I yeah, think when people think of like Vikings, they're one, they're not necessarily thinking about women, and two, they're just thinking yeah. of a bunch of like blonde dudes with weird helmets on a boat, going places. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's <laughs> that's all I know about Vikings. <laughs> I feel like I knew. I know. I don't know enough. I just looked some stuff up. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, that's... Like, there's, like, this movement of people who are, like, trying to, like, I guess, like, revive the whole religious aspect of it, but they're usually white supremacists. Like, it's really unsettling. That feels right. (laughs) But, like, yeah, yeah, I mean, it it, it sounds like it matches. Like, it, it... it's like exactly what they want. They're like, this is our culture. Violence and, and white supremacy love each other. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Absolutely love each other. Yeah. So yeah, that's fascinating. Are there any other like shows or types of content that you like to uh, take in to, I guess, maybe relax yourself or distract yourself? Yeah. I love cartoons Ooh. and uh, anime. Ugh, but anime has been like annoying me recently because... Uh, the whole the whole anime um i don't know i don't want to say industry just the way they uh, draw certain things in anime is like really um i i don't know if it's because i'm not like japanese or living in japan um but sometimes things will be like weirdly sexual for no reason and i'm like i don't this is making me uncomfortable or like, and it's supposed to be funny. And like, I I've been watching anime for years, so I'm like, yeah, I know that this is a normal thing, but it's I'm never going to be like. I feel like the older I've gotten, like the more I like look at it with a critical eye. I'm like, that's weird. That's not okay. Okay. As opposed to like when I was a kid, I was just like, oh, he he he. But like now, I'm just like, that's not okay. So I just have been taking a step back yeah. from anime a little bit. Okay. Um, but cartoons that I like, I um, really like Steven Universe. Um, I'm watching it right now. It's so good. I can't tell you how many times I've just ugly cried at that fucking cartoon. (laughs) Just like when I found out that Garnet was a fusion, I had to talk about it. (laughs) Okay. I had to pause it and I was like, babe, babe, Garnet's a fusion. Did you know it makes so much sense? Like I was crying. And all the things they talk about, like how they're able to like just talk about gender. And yes. They, um, my friend recently showed me some stuff they're doing about race. Yeah, they're like, like anti-racist. <laughs> yeah. 
It's pretty refreshing. And, like, and it's also drawn really pretty because I feel like oh, a yeah. lot of American cartoons are ugly. Like, I'll be like, who did that? I mean, <laughs> so not ugly in the sense of like, oh, they can't draw, just like the characters are ugly because I feel like mm. in Steven Universe, I'm like, oh, all the characters are so cute. Yeah. Um, but I don't feel like that about like a lot of cartoons okay. that I see on TV, like um, Big Mouth. The car. I don't know if you've seen that. Oh, I'm I, very familiar with Big. I just finished. <laughs> I just finished the last season. <laughs> I watched two seasons. I couldn't do it after it's, that. It's it's cringeworthy, and I'm not a like ooh, I like to cringe kind of person when I'm watching literally anything or when I'm consuming yeah. anything. But for some reason, I was like, this shows it. I think it. I think it's because. In like, I don't know, the second or third episode or something, one of the main characters, Jesse, who Jesse Glaser or something, um, she's a girl, and she got her period. And they talked about it on the show. And I was just like, this episode was like triggering, right? Like I I've had a period for a while and it fucking sucks. And, and like, I've had a lot of like really traumatic experiences with my period. Um, and so I was watching this and I was like, oh my God, thank you for talking about it. Like, I mean, to like periods aren't like a huge deal because like a lot of people have them, but like talking about it where it's just like, this is going to make you cringe, but imagine actually like someone really experiencing this and you know, someone who's experienced this. And I think I was just kind of hooked after that. I was just like, okay, well y'all are going to talk about the things and they do talk about good things, but yeah, that show is cringeworthy, but you were saying you don't like how it's necessarily illustrated. Oh yeah, I don't. I mean, I, even when I watched the first two seasons, I was like, I just can't, I don't like their heads or I guess their <laughs> heads <mouths>. are weird. <laughs> <laughs> they, um, they all look ridiculously weird. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't know if it was like, so, you know, the two main characters. Um, okay. So I know Nick Kroll plays one of them. Uh-huh. I was like, is it supposed to look like you? But like with your head, like I was just like, why is it drawn like this? <laughs> you had a lot of questions. Um, Nick yeah. Cole plays like half the characters in. Oh, he does. Yeah, he does. So I guess like Ugh. the. Mm. It's the little one. He's like the really short little uh, guy. Yeah, him. Nick. He's is he voiced by Nick Kroll or is he voiced by? Or by um John Mulaney maybe I I don't know it's what John Mulaney sounds the... like. Oh, I've heard. Okay, so my friend we used to really like him, so I've heard his voice. And I'm pretty sure he plays the other kid with the glasses. Andrew Glauberman. Jewish. Glauberman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that makes more Jewish. sense. I think it does sound. I I truly don't know who I I know like, <laughs> I know like Maya Rudolph. I can recognize her voice, but I don't know what these yeah. white men sound like. And so I like legit just like I'm like yeah yeah yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Give me Maya. I love yeah. her. <laughs> so yeah. No, I feel that. Um, but yeah, animation is mm-hmm. lit. I love, I love, um, also Adventure Time is, I, I really like that too. Uh-huh. I don't know if you, have you seen Adventure Time? Or I've seen it before, it? but I'm, I'm not a huge, huge, uh, like cartoon fan. So like mm-hmm. Big Mouth is a show that like I randomly got into. Apparently I like trash anime according to my friend who likes anime and so I was like, "Oh, I watch anime. I watch Agritsuko." And and she was like, "It's good." I, I love thank anime. you. 
Are you listening? Are you listening, friend? Because Z said that that's a good show and Z watches anime. So. That's actually one of the anime that I have no criticisms of right now. Um, (laughs) Nothing's weird. Nothing's sexual. Like, for no reason. For no. Yeah. And she's, like, really dealing with shit. Like. Yeah. Like, just, like. I did. I watched it all. (laughs) Okay. So that means we can talk about spoilers because. Yeah. I'm ready. Whenever. She became an idol, and that one person was stalking her, and then she almost got stabbed. I was not expecting that. Yo, I was like, I was like and and <laughs> I okay. Growing up, I wasn't allowed to watch anime specifically. I wasn't allowed to watch a bunch of things, but like anime was like my my mom specifically was very religious, and so mm-hmm. she would just decide that she didn't like something and just be like pagan. <laughs> evil and i'm like you know in retrospect paganism is actually not evil it's really wonderful and i'd be like down to you know practice it more but you know she was just like it's evil if it's not like explicitly christian which so many things are not explicitly christian so that means i could do nothing um but for some reason she like got it into her head that anime is evil including like pokemon and I was about to ask if she thought that about Pokemon. Oh, yeah. Specifically, each different Pokemon was a different demon. And um, their names, like, I don't know, a Squirtle one or something, and Charmars, Charizard or something. Um, why am I naming things? I don't know. But, like, are, like, their demon names in Japanese. If you were wondering, um, their origin story. <laughs> yeah, that's... Yeah. I also cannot <laughs> and I was just like okay I just won't watch anime like I just was like I was fine with it um because I just also didn't yeah I wasn't allowed to engage with it and I was like okay whatever and so I just have never gotten into it since so Agutsuko was like I felt like I was doing something and then my friend was just like that show is garbage and I was like it has a really good storyline also she's adorable and she's like screaming into the microphone why is that not good I don't understand so this same friend though did get me into um, Avatar The Last Airbender which I guess is not technically anime Uh, I feel like people can okay so the thing with anime okay I'm I'm a nerd but I I did my um in high school I did my uh, final project on like anime and video games Ooh. but what I found out is outside of Japan okay so Japanese people like they'll call any type of animation anime but mm-hmm. everyone else who's not Japanese outside of Japan only refers to an, um, animation that comes from uh, Japan okay. anime so it is anime I guess to like people in Japan they'll just like that's anime I guess like but everyone here is like it's only anime if it's Japanese Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. Sure. I. It's a cartoon to me, regardless if it's yeah, anime or not. But I also love that. One. But yeah. But I. It's amazing. It's amazing. And like my my younger brothers, I have two younger brothers, and they're both into anime and um and like Steven Universe, and they. <laughs> Our, this is I laughed but this is maybe like not a, people are gonna feel awkward but my mom died when I was 15 but I'm the eldest and so the next brother after that he's seven years younger than me and then after that he's 15 years younger than me so they grew up within like a different home than I grew up in because our like our mom wasn't there and so they were watching anime after our mom died um, because they were allowed to do things and I like you know, went to college and stuff. Um, and so they like 
are into anime, they're into video games, they're into like a lot of stuff that I just wasn't allowed to access. And um, and I felt really proud whenever I was able to like tell my brother, my um, 25 year old brother, I was like, hey, <laughs> I'm watching Avatar The Last Airbender now, so we can talk about it if you want. <laughs> like I really felt like I was doing something, but legitimately that show is amazing. And he's just like, oh, you're late, but I'm congratulations <laughs> for like finally watching it. Um, I watched that and then I watched, um, I'm, I'm honestly considering like watching it again and like also watching, um, shit. What's the other one? Not Katara. Um, Korra. Korra. Yeah. Legend of Korra. I watched that one too. I like that one. That one stressed me out more. Uh, (laughs) cause I was like, yo, she's dead. And then be like next season. Whoo. That was rough. (laughs) And I'm like, okay. So she's alive. What'd you say? Yeah. They were, they went more like dark with it. Like, I don't they know did. why. They, like, I mean, maybe because she was like older or yeah. I don't know. I saw some corny, I guess, quote about like the difference between like Ang and, and Korra. And it was like, Ang had to become the avatar and Korra had to become human um, because she are. Yeah. It felt corny. Um, I mean, like, I, I think, yeah, because I guess they were, because Ung had to, like, he had to uh, yeah. master all these different elements, and Korra essentially had that minus air. And so, mm-hmm. yeah. But anyways, um, I felt, thank, thank you for affirming my enjoyment of um, Agretsuko, because I think it's a great show. And, it's yeah, the most recent awkward. season, I was like, ugh. Or honestly, the season before that, I think it was the season before that where she was like training that dude at and like the workplace and he was like just high key passive aggressive. You know, yes. you know what I'm talking about? That was like I was yeah, like, he kept, like oh. reporting her. And yeah, and then, then we'll be like, everything's fine, and then go like and I was like, yeah, My dude, you need a fucking Xanax or something yeah. because you're stressed like so much and like taking it out on her and she literally is just trying to like help you do your job yeah that was rough i was like representing i feel like agretsuko it's like cute but also just like damn this actually happens yeah she hates her job yeah she's super stressed she's like trying Um, to like get a boyfriend or she's trying to like have a partner she's like spending her money irresponsibly on that weird virtual reality thing with like the unicorn like girl you (laughs) were When she was like saving up, or she she could barely like eat at work because Yo. of that game. Yeah, <laughs> and her friends were like, uh, <laughs> "I think you're addicted," and she's like, "Everything's fine." No, friend, yeah. it's not. But yeah, <laughs> I love that show. I do. I I yeah. I think it's I think it's a solid show. Honestly, it's like a very good like. Like you were saying, it doesn't have, which I think it would be super weird, but maybe I don't know anything about anime if they like were like random sexy scenes. Cause I'm that, like. That's literally how a lot of anime is. And it just like makes me so mad. Cause I'm like, this, there'll be like four kids and then it's like a random sexy scene. I'm like, that's, how is this for kids? Yeah. Like it's not. And it's just, it's to the point where I'm like, that's why I was like, I've taken a step back from a lot of it. Like, Aggressive Feels Fine. I just basically have to read the plot. I mean, I read the plot of everything, but I'm like, if there's something weird in here, I'm not going to watch it. Like, if, even if there's, like, one scene, like, there's, it's just the point where it's, like, I don't know if you've seen um, some animes where, like, women will have, like, extremely large boobs for no reason, 
and it just doesn't make sense and they're like they're just like in the frame more than her face is or like I mean I haven't watched a lot of anime but my ex um liked anime and liked uh like Korean dramas and like just uh, all yeah yeah yo soap operas okay I was like damn I wish I would just kiss but yeah um so yeah like I would I would like be in the room but I wasn't actively watching and I'd just be like is this a sex scene I'm just really confused why her titties are out I just don't (laughs) like what do we I mean like listen and I love titties but like maybe anime titties don't do it for me personally but I was just kind of like it seems like useless so yeah i definitely get that yeah it's like it just doesn't add to the plot and also i thought this was for kids like yeah exactly like do we is this are we okay with this are our children seeing this yeah yeah i remember that or they just make the the boobs seem like i mean obviously it's a cartoon but like they just seem like i've never met a titty like that you know what i'm saying like yeah yeah it looks really uncomfortable yeah. Yeah. It's like they like the way they draw them. It it's just like boobs don't. The gravity is like not. There's no gravity when it comes to boobs. <laughs> what gravity? Yeah, and, and they're like the most small. perfect circles. And I was like, listen, like yeah. it's not impossible because I did see these like very, very, very like perfect round circle spherical titties, but it was because they were like implants and. It was like too tight for her skin. It was very weird. They like didn't jiggle, but they didn't. Yeah. Like she was like wearing a bikini top. This was like at a fucking waterfall. Like my partner and I went to and like people were just like hanging out at the waterfall, maybe had their bathing suits on and stuff like that. And we were looking because her her assumed partner was like this super like muscular white dude, like just fucking jacked. And we were like, okay, that's an interesting couple. And then she turns around. We're both like, babe, babe, do you see that? Do you, do you see that? And like, she's like hopping down and like moving around and her titties are staying put, okay? Like they're not moving at all. Like not a hint of jiggle. And we were like, oh my God, I never, <laughs> it was so silly. We still talk about them today. Like we'll just be like, yo, remember those titties we saw that were like super hard? <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> yeah, Um. There's that. So for your mind, body, and spirit, you like to um, watch cartoons and anime. You're taking a step back from anime. You see a therapist and you go on walks. Is there, and you're considering like yoga um, and you try to meditate. Um, Are you, so it sounds like, are you trying to do yoga as a means to like meditate? Yes, I want to do, I want to do that as a means of meditating, but also like the, just like sitting and like listening to someone like breathe in breathe out mm-hmm. type of meditation as well yeah guided meditation um, okay yeah um but yeah those those would be all of it that's awesome um this is the last question it's a two-parter um what is something you need to improve on in self-care that's the first part mm, i think I just, I think making it, like, part of my routine, like, just actually incorporating it Mm -hmm. into my routine to where it's, like, just a habit for me to, like, actually, like, um, engage in self-care, because I feel like whenever I do, it's, like, 
I'm just like, oh, this is a chore, but I know I should Mm -hmm. do it because um, it'll be better for me. So yeah, it's just like, I I guess the way I think about it. Okay. um, Why do you feel like it feels like a chore or like, why do you feel like you don't necessarily want to do it? I feel like just because it's like, I went so long without doing it. um, I just got used to not doing it. And then when I realized I needed to do it, um, you know, after getting a therapist and like, just also realizing that the ways I was reacting to things, it's not normal. It's anxiety. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's why just because I'm so like, because I I guess I still am new to um, self care just because I've, um, like I said, like 2018 was the first time I Mm -hmm. um, tried to get a therapist. and I, I was like 20, I think. That's like I went twenty years without <laughs> talking to anybody and yeah. like bottling up everything. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it's just been. It was just like such a habit to just like deal with everything and not in a healthy way. So, um, I'm trying to. I like. I definitely need to like start um, making it. Like just thinking about like like I said earlier, like thinking about it in a different way, mm-hmm. where like it it's actually enjoyable yeah um not not that it's not enjoyable it's just like sometimes it's not yeah (laughs) yeah it's totally fine yeah you don't have to defend self-care sometimes i'm like i know that this is what i need to do but wow i'm gonna just scroll on my phone for an hour more yeah i understand that basically what i do i'm like oh but i could just stay on my phone but like if I was just like yeah self-care like I would really like to think about it in the way like yeah I'm excited to um engage in this and actually not get to the point where I need like I have to like like you need to it's like right doing it consistently as more like more of like a maintenance and preventative thing rather than like I gotta fix this it's just like oh it's not like I'm not spiraling because I've been you know meditating and I've been walking and I've been taking care of myself. That makes a lot of sense though. Yeah. Definitely the point about the routine part is I think that's really it. Like, I don't know. I I try to like whenever I'm like trying to implement something new in my life, like, um, a little while back I was like, I really like the gym, but like I haven't been going to the gym and Mm -hmm. I, I enjoyed it. It's like a form of self-care for me because like don't nobody be talking to me and I'm just like blasting probably Missy Elliott or something. I've been re- recently also been blasting like um, like bounce music like from New Orleans. Oh, I try to get into that. It's like As in, exhausting. Like looking into yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's why. So because I'm just like, gotta go, gotta go, gotta go. <laughs> I'm trying to keep up with the yeah. music. That's why I like listening to it when I'm working out because I'm like, just, I have to, I have to bounce. And I also, it does make me want to like, just shake my ass at the gym though. Like, I'm just like, I need to be twerking as well, but um, I don't. Um, but yeah, so I, I definitely think like, but I, but I started like making it more of a routine because I was like, I'm going to just like, when I go home for lunch, I'm going to um, like pack my gym bag. I'm going to go straight from work. Like I'm not going to allow myself to go home. Cause if I go home, I'm not leaving my house again. You know, like I'm not yeah. doing that. That's so yeah. silly. I'm already home. I might as well just stay here. And I'm not working out at home either. Yeah. So like just going straight from work, not even without like, without a question. And like that really helped me. I was like, 
I like read somewhere like 21 days and you know, you have a new habit. And after like 21 days, I allowed myself to take breaks, you know, and not go like seven days a week. But I mean, that's kind of how I had to do it. Cause otherwise, you know, I would, I would go home and be like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna, you know, walk the dog. And then I'm gonna, you know, give myself 30 minutes to wind down. And then I'm going to go to the gym and I'm not doing that. I'm not going to the gym. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna talk myself out yeah. of it. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I feel that up. I do that too. Sometimes I'll be like, I'm going to do this and this and this. And I'm like, just kidding. Let, I guess that's something else I need to improve on. Stop like making tons of lists. Well, I, I guess I've gotten better. Okay. But like stop like putting a bunch of things on a list and then being like, okay, I'm going to do all these things. And then I do like two of them and then feel bad. Um, <laughs> Maybe make. It's like doing two things. Two things deserves a, deserves a reward, but maybe uh, like making yeah. more lists with shorter with like shorter lists. So instead of having yeah. like a list of ten things, having like two lists of five things. Five things is, feels more obtainable. It's like cutting the sandwich in half instead of just trying to eat the whole thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that um, that honestly would probably be much better than me putting like ten things in a list of like, I'm doing all these things on Monday and it's like am I really gonna do all these things on that's Monday? that's definitely me I'm like I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do this and then this and then I'm also gonna somehow take a nap somewhere the nap is the trap for me personally uh I'll wake up at 10 p.m and I'll be like what happened what happened <laughs> why is it dark or I'll like scroll 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 while I'm supposed to be napping and then I'm like oh fuck fuck let me nap let me nap and then I'll nap and then I'll wake up and then I'll scroll some more for another 45 minutes it was I was supposed to take a 30 minute nap but now this is like two hour ordeal of me just doing not a goddamn thing so yeah but I'm gonna still take that nap (laughs) like I'm not gonna ever not nap just not who I am okay um, so routine is kind of the main thing. And also, I don't really know, like, would it be called like motivating yourself to get up and to do the thing? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Also like, um, the last one, I guess, like incorporating things that I already like to do as part of my self care. Yeah. Um, like listening to music. I like listening to music a lot. Um, I feel like that could be self care. Um, I feel like just, I, I, for some reason, I don't, I, I've never like viewed the things that I like to do, but I feel like that is cause it's like, you already like, you're enjoying them. Yeah. So, I mean like um, self-care definitely has some parts where you're like, this isn't cute, but this is something I need to do to take good care of myself, you know? Um, yeah. but yeah, self-care is like, oh, I'm like reading a book that I enjoy. I'm watching a show that I enjoy. I'm making a sandwich or something that I enjoy things that feel good yeah. to you. Yeah, exactly. Um, so with that being said, what is something that you ac- excel at in self-care? Um, wow, I can't, this, this one's hard. <laughs> um, wow. What is something that I excel at? Oh, I guess I'm good. Like, I've been keeping up with my uh, mood journal. Like, Mm -hmm. I've been writing, like, my therapist is telling me to, like, keep, like, track of my mood whenever I feel a certain way. I feel like I've been doing that pretty well, just because I like writing anyway. So, um, I think that's probably why it's not that bad. And it's on my phone, so I can, like... You're already on your phone. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. 
That's cool. Um, yeah. And you said that was like an app that you've been using or is it just like journaling about your mood? It's called Mood Flow. I think that's what it's called. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's called Mood Flow. Um, yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah, but that's been all really easy. That's probably been the easiest thing for me just because I don't have to get up to do that. And I can just be like, oh, this is how I feel. And I just type it out. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. That's cool, though. Yeah. Um, awesome. We did it. You answered the questions. Yes, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I love talking. I love how we like went to different. Yeah. Like we were talking about Viking. We were talking about anime. The Viking thing animation. really got me. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry, did you just say Vikings? <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> I'm I'm probably gonna look it up. I don't know if I feel um like I can commit to trying out a new show because that's like an anxiety thing yeah. for me. And also like yeah. violent white men, I'm good. But okay. I do at least want to just see what it's about. So I might watch like one episode and just see. Uh, yeah, the episode <laughs> What'd you say? The first episode is a lot. Oh. So yeah, it's just like, I don't know. I don't, I won't give you spoilers, but there's like, they do like, um, like, the Vikings do land on, like, the Brit. It's funny because, like, the Vikings are trying to, like, take away land from people who already took away land from the window. It's just so, it's just like, what? I love um, that you were like, why don't white cry? Yeah, like, <laughs> and I was like, what? Like, they really went they just want to take shit. They just want to take shit. Yeah. They don't care who it's from. They just want to take shit. It's mine. Exactly. Like, they were like, it was, there was like a scene where one of them was like, we're not going to let these, Vi-. It was, I'm just paraphrasing, but like, we're not going to let these Vikings take this land that my ancestors took. That's essentially what they were saying. <laughs> and I'm just like, do you hear yourself? Like, you smell so ridiculous. That is um, pretty funny yeah, though. That happened in the first We episode. stole this There's first. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like, huh? Um, but th- this isn't really a spoiler, but the Vikings don't win. Like, I think <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my god yeah, a lot. <laughs> and there's like time skips too so you'll be like what 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 <laughs> i'm a i'm so. i'm gonna i'm not gonna say when but i am gonna just check that show out when i'm just like i'm feeling yeah. i'm feeling froggy let me check this show out because it does kind of sound like interesting <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so the next part is um, manifestation mash, which we talked about a little bit before. Um, there yeah. are four categories, um, and within each category, you name four things that you wouldn't mind having or doing or being. Um, okay. So the first category is geography. Geographically, where would you like to live? Mm. How do I? I still can't spell geographically. There we go. No one's gonna see that. <laughs> um. So it can be anywhere. Does it doesn't have to be an actual place I could live. Like, does it have to be like realistic? <laughs> no. Okay. Cool. Um. I think it'd be cool to live like in a cartoon or in a computer just to see like what's going on i want to see how like what's going on in the computer have you ever seen like there was a show and like i'm trying to remember the name of it 
I can't remember, but I just feel like they were like going through like digital worlds and like it just looked like really cool, like going into computers and like just different like. I haven't seen that show, but that doesn't sound like a show I would probably watch. No offense. Was it like a kids show? Yeah, I think so. It's been a really long time since I've watched it. Watch me like completely get the plot wrong. That sounds kind Um, of like a um, like an after school special. I think it probably was. something like that because it's just been it's just been years okay so is something like so you want to is cartoon and computer like two different things or are they the same thing um i guess different okay cartoon computer two more oh two more places Mm -hmm. um okay i'll choose like actual places now sure (laughs) (laughs) this is your manifestation mash the sea or like the ocean because like there's like so much that people don't know oh yeah about about it and i'm like i wonder what's under there like deep deep under there and if i could because i know like the amount of pressure under there could kill a person but if i could see it oh man i would okay are you like are you more curious or are you more like scared but like curious i'm more curious because i'm like what is like there has to be some like creatures like um, like amazing creatures under there that oh my we've God. never seen before absolutely yeah have you heard of a colossal um i love the ocean i'm not like mm-hmm. i don't like do like marine biology as like a hobby but like i just think it's fascinating and i feel a, i love water um but have you heard of a colossal squid yes i have yo they're fucking uh the suction cups that have razor blades that have hooks as well oh my god yeah i'm like who made you like why why are you like why do you need all that who are you fighting right like who are you ripping to shreds right like that shit's wild to me my my partner and i and i've also like enlisted um uh the theory and the commitment with other people as well but like started i i started with like the bird uprising okay I have, a, I have some theories on like, if there was a bird uprising, what types of birds, like what uh, uh, species, not species, what, I don't know, what types of birds would like hold what types of like job, right? Like who's, who's the leader, who's like the muscle, whatever. And then I was like, we need to transfer this to the ocean, right? Because like the sea and the ocean are as far as we know, infinitely deep, right? Like we don't know everything that's down there because we can't get to it, which is good for them, you know? And um, and like who would lead lead it? So for a while I was like, oh, the octopi, octopuses, they would lead the uprising because they're ridiculously smart and um, and like have excellent reasoning skills, right? So like they're going to be the leader. But my friend pointed out that... Um, the octopuses would probably just like see trouble and be like, I'm out because they know how to like escape. Like, like you, you know, you put them in a jar, they'll untwist the jar and like get out all that kind of stuff. So probably the squids are going to be the leader of the water uprising. If you were wondering, that's, that's just, you know, (laughs) it just randomly comes up like, and I'll, I'll just be like, okay, the squid. Yeah. 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 The squid is probably, uh, the leader. (laughs) Anyways. All right. So the sea, the ocean and one more. Um, 
filmed in space because that's also like I know there's like some cool shit out there. Oh yeah. And other like planets and galaxies like Earth and stuff. I mean, I don't want us to find. I don't necessarily want us to find that because I feel like if people here found another planet that was inhabitable, they'd be like, "Bet we're moving." They're gonna they ruin it. That planet, but. Yeah. They're gonna ruin it, or they're gonna try to ruin it, and then it's gonna ruin us. Yeah. And we'll deserve it. Um. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Um. Those are your four. Next is your career or what you would like to do for like the rest of your life. So it doesn't have to be like capitalism related. Okay. Um, just like research different things that I'm interested in. I like, like I'll just randomly fall into um, rabbit holes of things and I'm like, Ooh, that's it. Like, I'll just like start like research. Like I'll find one thing. Um, like somebody will mention like, let me think what's something I could what's an example I could use of just something that's completely random that I was into oh I guess music like I'm, I was just like researching like music and like mm-hmm. I like to research different music histories and um and like how this genre developed and like and then I like talking about <laughs> that thing so just like researching anything I want mm-hmm. and just being able to like document it and archive it mm-hmm. that would be cool okay um yeah and I guess technology is like that too because like I just like looking up random things about technology and then being like oh did you know this yeah um okay yeah research er (laughs) oh do I need another one you need three more (laughs) oh yeah you did say that yeah (laughs) Um, then probably I guess a musician. Um, a musician? I played instruments when I was in... Yeah, musician. I played instruments when I was in uh, middle school. Mm-hmm. Um, French horn and um, baritone saxophone. And I'm trying to learn guitar right now. So Okay, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, I really love music. And then a writer. And then I don't think reading... I don't know if that's a job. It doesn't matter. I like to read. Okay, so. a reader. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Doesn't matter if it's a job, if it's you want to, what you want to do. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, the next one, home building. Um, ooh, can I like live in a library? Yep, you can. Okay. <laughs> if you can live in a comp- in a cartoon, you can live in a library. Okay, um, ooh, um, like one of those, oh no, that's actually scary. I was going to say a medieval castle, but never mind, there's probably ghosts in it. Oh yeah, there's definitely ghosts. (laughs) Also, I think it's really drafty. Yeah, yeah, it would be. (laughs) Um... Let's see, so I said a library. Well, I, uh, ooh, um, when you're a kid and you like make clubhouses, like actually making a clubhouse, but like it's what you want and not what you made. Okay. <laughs> like what you're imagining in your head. Okay, okay, <laughs> like a real clubhouse. Yeah. Speaking of clubhouse, have you heard of clubhouse? 
No, I don't think I've heard of Okay, Clubhouse. then I won't ask you about it because I don't know what it is either. I don't know what it is. Um, Anyways. Oh, you don't know either? No, I, I, I wanted to know. I wanted to know if you knew. <laughs> I have no idea what it is. Like people have been talking about Clubhouse. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. I I don't know. Really? I think it's like some social media thing. I, I don't know. Oh, interesting. I'm gonna look into that. Okay. Because I'm tired of Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Instagram. But... They're um, yeah. They're always making it suckier too. Yeah. Um. Oh, a treehouse. I would like to live in a treehouse. Okay. And hmm. last one, maybe. Well, this is like harder than I thought, <laughs> thought it would be. Hmm. I feel like I said the like my like honestly my main one would just be a library, and that's why it's so hard. Uh, building, building. Ooh, like an underwater, like, dome thing. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Seeing a theme. What's your, um, what's your sign? Um, I'm a Capricorn. Oh, your birthday's coming up then, right? Yeah, January 9th. Awesome. Underwater dome. I was wondering if you were maybe, like, a water sign or something, and that's why you're like, water, because I'm a water sign, oh. and I'm like, yeah, water. But maybe it's like, I don't know. What's your, do you know what your rising sign is? Uh, yeah, I actually have to look at the app. That okay. I, I use um, CoStar. Yeah, yeah. I like CoStar. Um, it's, it's hold. I think. Oh, I've thought about this before. I just don't know how to like word it. Um, I guess like I want to. I guess create something that people can like I guess build off of like the foundations of like um my whole thing like um what's it called (laughs) the intersections of like race and technology and stuff okay um the things I'm working on right now like I would like the that or like that I guess that research to be something that like people in the future can look to and like build off of Mm -hmm. um to create like better systems and technology and for people in the yeah just for like future generations um especially uh for things like you know abolition or um just like radical black thought you know i i really want to merge like, I really think it's important, at least for me, to, like, merge um, just, like, radical black thought and leftism and all these theories, like, um, intersectionality with technology. And I don't I, – I definitely feel like it's already doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like there's things that, like, I'm not thinking of just they, because they don't exist yet, but I want Ooh, okay. whatever I help – create now just to be like I guess the catalyst to those things that I like those technologies and those new systems that I can't even think of because they don't currently exist okay that makes sense yeah absolutely that's really cool I I wrote um future research posterity 
So I jumbled it back up and put research uh, for future posterity. Um, mm. That makes a little bit more sense than the three words that I yeah put out of order. Okay. I love that. <laughs> the next thing. <laughs> Um, oh, I, I'm supposed to come up with three more. I keep forgetting. <laughs> you're just like, well, I'll just sit here, and I'm like, I'm done. And you're like, no, three more. <laughs> um, ooh, well, I guess, uh, okay, let me think of something else. Or three something else's. Oh, I think it'd be cool to, like, write something like, um, a movie or a show or something that kind of well that incorporates all the identity that mm. I encompass and other people I know encompass because and then only have both people in that thing because whenever yeah. you watch shows they're like there's one gay friend and I'm like why would one gay person hang out with all these straight why friends? would they no it doesn't make any sense you know to be yeah, fair though I'm yeah th- that does happen but then they're like yeah I don't want this to happen anymore <laughs> yeah yeah, and I feel like they're only, I feel like queer people are only ever put into that situation when that's the only people around to hang out with. It's yeah. not like, like, they're look, like, we don't look for straight people to hang out with. No, we don't, I don't look for cis people to hang out with. It just happens because that's everyone who's around or everyone's just not out yet or something. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just having something like that, like, just some type of, because there's, there's actually this game called um, Validate. And it was created by this, like, black non-binary person. And everybody, there's no white people in the game. So a lot of white gamers were really pissed off. Um, and it's just like, then don't play the game. But um, they they had, it was funny because they had, like, a page, I think it was a Patreon. They, they were raising money. And they said, if you want us to put white people in the game, we need to raise this much money. And they didn't, they, I think they got close to raising that. But they were like, they're not going to put white people in it. I played the demo and it's really cute. It's like yeah. a dating type game like where you like choose the part you can like choose each character but like there's it's all like black people or other people of color mm-hmm. and it's really great and i'm like yes i want something like that yeah like i want to make something like that with like a show or a movie or mm-hmm. some type of media absolutely i feel that <clears throat> i'm just like white people never heard of it um okay yeah. two more and then So I want to create some, so I'm really into, um, I really like punk music and metal music. So some type of, um, I want to create like a zine or like some type of something that is like paying homage to all the, uh, black people who, um, actually basically did invent punk or metal or contributed to a bunch to it because people, and my class, I talked about this too, like the class I was teaching, like nobody really knows like how much black people contributed to punk music. And, yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if you listen to punk music or anything. Um, not anymore, I don't think. So, oh, so basically people also always say like, the so whenever they're trying to figure out who created punk, they're like, it's either New York or it's England. Um, but there's a band and their name was death and they're from detroit and they're three black brothers Uh (laughs) who were and they the only reason we know about them right now and there's a documentary is because their sons found the demos that they created 
Wow. In their basement. They were like, they, yeah, they were like, dads, you were in a band? And then they were like, oh, yeah. You created punk. Oh, uh, Whatever. <laughs> yeah. They, they did shit. Yeah. They That's did wild. Yeah, it's so, and you, you might, I feel like you really enjoy the documentary. It's so good and so wholesome. Is it called um, Death, or what the, is it called? Yeah, the whole documentary is a band called Death. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just talks about how, like, they're, they weren't really easily marketable because, you know, people were like, why is your name Death, and why are you playing this music, and you're black. And they did this, like, a few years before, like, um, anything happened to New York or England. Um, so I really, like... Or, like, even with um, Sister Rosetta Tharp and how she basically is, like, created rock and roll. And she was doing this way before any of these yeah. people were doing it. Just something that, like, pays homage to all the um, black artists who are really influential in all of these genres, like metal and punk. And everyone's, like, always calling me. It's like, oh, that's white people music. It's like, yeah. no, white people stole it. Yeah. In general, it's probably not white people music. Like even, even down to like country music, as much as I don't fuck with country music, country music is not white music. No, it's It's not not at all. I also am not a fan of country music, but I'm like, well, when it's black, it actually sounds good. But (laughs) I'm like, yeah, like the fact that you think it's white is because everyone who you hear and who was able to like get popular off of it is white it, and they stole it yeah um like elvis or yeah whoever else yeah that's um, definitely important to do that i mean so as a musician and in my um I forgot what it was called, but it's an ethnomusicology class that I took. And basically we were talking about like American, uh, American music history. And my, my, my professor, first of all, his name is Revel Carr. Okay. That's like his name that's on his birth certificate. Um, and we were allowed to just call him Revel, but, or like Dr. Carr. But anyways, he was like this white dude that was just like super cool actually. And he like basically at the beginning of the, like the class was just like, so we're doing American music history and basically what you're going to learn is that um, probably every thing that you know about the origins of all these different genres all link back to jazz, all link back to black music. Mm-hmm. And like at the time I was not woke and I was just like not country music, not bluegrass. But bluegrass, literally the the star of the show, banjo, it literally is an instrument that comes from like West Africa. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. it's just, it's like, how, you can't get any more like black than that at that point, right? Like brought over a fucking yeah. instrument. <laughs> also banjo's lit. <laughs> I like low key want to learn how to play it, but I'm like overwhelmed. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I think that, I think that'd be a really cool, um, designed to have like to to see just like people don't know that and it I don't I can't say that like white people work hard to erase that white people now work hard to erase that but I think that we've all just like accepted and been indoctrinated to think that like these genres that are now full of white people because white people are going to white people like that they're just it's because that they're inherently white but pretty much white people created nothing so um yeah Yeah. (laughs) so that would be really um, i would read it i would read your zine (laughs) oh that would be great i would love that (laughs) um 
I was talking in my class and like a few of them, a few of the people who, um, black girls in my class were saying like in their reflections, they were like, wow, I didn't know that we created all this stuff. And they were like, I'm guilty of saying like just white people music. I just, and they're like, I didn't really know. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, that wasn't your fault. You were just old yeah big thing old that like a lot of the things we talked about in my class were like we even talked about like um roller skating and like skateboard culture and just how like black people have always skated and like people think it's white because all these white people are the ones who are getting popular for doing yeah. it um but that's like, a whole other issue <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's like it's like everything that we've done, they like find out it's a thing, and they're like, "Yo, that's so cool!" And it's like, "Yeah, that's why we've been doing yeah, it." We know. I feel like in like thirty years, or no, like a hundred years, you're gonna try to double dutch and be like, "Yeah, white people created double dutching." Oh, I, I feel like that's stop, stop. <laughs> but also, yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> I feel like this happens so often. Like, I would not be surprised. Like, or like in like three thousand years, you're gonna be like, "Yo, white people created braids." And it's gonna be like, huh? Well, actually, no. Never mind. We'll have pictures. But well, like, they can look back at the pictures. Hopefully, now. yes. Hopefully. And, hopefully, they don't um, find the pictures of the Kardashians with those boxer braids. Uh, <laughs> and they called it something. I was like, "What the fuck is a boxer braid?" And I was like, "You mean yeah, cornrows yeah. or plaits?" No, boxer oh, like, braids. We're just like, huh? Like what? I'm like, did you create that? And then we see it, and we're like. No, that's not that's not what it's called literally at all. No one has ever called it that ever, yeah. including boxers, right? Whatever. Yeah, boxers also did not call them. I, yeah, I don't know what where they They got really that. just were like, let me just pull something out my ass real quick. Uh, <laughs> um okay, number 4 for legacy. Mm, let's see. Uh, this one's hard. Oh, I, I do want to create a. I think it would be cool to create um, like an animation or something. I really love like cartoons and animation. Okay. So. Cool. You did it. <laughs> so now just choose a number between one and 11. Five. Okay. I'm going to go through and eliminate every five. Okay. Home building, library eliminated. Oh, no. <laughs> Career musician. Uh, zine paying homage to black punks. Space. Writer. Cartoon. Underwater dome. Animation, researcher. So for career, you have reader. Okay. Clubhouse. So for home building, treehouse. Okay, cool. That's fun. <laughs> okay. Uh, research for future posterity. Um, so for 
legacy we have write something um with like a movie or something with the like ideal casting with the i'm i'm fucking up your thing sorry <laughs> oh no you're good um just like characters that like i guess only black and brown characters yeah even honestly even just black characters i'm down I'm uh, into I'm it. That let's do it <laughs> um okay all right so are you ready ahem <clears throat> You will live in the ocean or sea, in a treehouse. Okay. Yeah, listen, <laughs> wow. We're reimagining things, okay? You know, there are plants underneath the water. Um, your career will be as a reader, or what you'll do, um, you'll be a reader, and your legacy will be writing Say it. I'm. I don't want to. I'm gonna mess it up. Oh, okay. So like <laughs> writing um, some type of media, I guess, film or TV mm-hmm. that has characters that like embody like my identity yes. and my friends' identities. Yes, and that that'll be your life. Yeah. Yay. I love that. <laughs> I love it for you, especially the treehouse in the ocean. Let me know because I want to see. Yeah. <laughs> that would be so cool. No, I think that's a really cool um, game because I saw something. You might have seen this quote. People were sharing it around on Instagram. Like, um, it was just saying like we right like right now we don't have technology to like that can look into like people like black people's dreams or imagination. Yeah. So like yeah, so it's like really important that we keep that. Um, um, and I, I just love stuff. Like, I feel like that game, like, the MASH game really, like, embodies that a lot, so. Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah, I definitely, I saw that uh, that quote, and I was like, yo, that's so right. Like, we we don't know. And I think that's also why I do believe in, like, manifestation is because, like, you know, I can think all the thoughts and, like, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, this is what I want, this is what I need. But, like, yeah. naming it like really like verbally saying it, writing it down, discussing it. That's how we make our dreams and how we make our uh, make our dreams our reality, which sounds so cheesy when I just said it, but also I mean it with my whole heart. So what are you gonna do? Yeah, but yeah. I love that. Awesome. Okay, so the next section is if you have any advice um, about literally anything. Um, and if you don't, then we don't have to. Um, advice. Okay, I'll talk about some passwords. Use at least 12 characters in your passwords. <laughs> okay. With numbers and letters and symbols. <laughs> I love it. Passwords stress yeah. me out, actually. Ugh. Yeah. They're like, ugh, whatever. So, whenever I come up with passwords, it's, I hate it. Because I'm just like, okay, I have to come up with something that's random enough that nobody will ha- hack into my account but also like something that's easy to type and they're never easy to type no so i just like just I like, like going across the keyboards yeah there's just too much yeah um yeah passwords are stressful i feel like there just needs to be oh i was gonna say there needs to be a class on creating passwords i'm like oh i could do that um <laughs> ding it's like when people say that <laughs> when people say like password like make sure your password secure it's like i feel like people don't know what they're talking about um, I mean, I feel like some websites 
will like tell you, okay, it needs to have this many characters yeah. and will like give you like the green light if you've created a secure password or secure according to yeah. their whatever yeah. criteria. That's like interesting to tell people why too. Cause okay, a lot of the things with technology I hate is like people will be like, do this, and but they won't say why. It's like use a VPN, it's like, but why? Oh, yeah, or something else going around during like, you said what? I don't know what a VPN, I mean like, I, and, like I've heard of it and like, so my partner is overseas and they wanted to watch something that um they wanted to watch hbo max which is only available in the u.s and obviously i guess they don't have a u.s vpn so they had to find one does that sound like a like a real thing yeah yeah okay. so like what you can do basically the vpn is like it makes it look like you're um you're making a connection to something and it makes it look like your connection's coming from somewhere else. Yeah. So that's why they're able to do that. Like, um, like for example, like, okay, so Cash App's not available in Nigeria. So what some people will do is like download a VPN and make it look like their IP address is coming from somewhere in the US and then mm -hmm. they can use Cash App. So yeah, you got it completely right. <laughs> Um, I'm so proud because <laughs> they were like and they yeah. like again they know all that kind of shit and so they're just like oh it's fine I'm just gonna did it I'm just gonna go find a VPN I was like you're just gonna go on the internet and find a different internet <laughs> yeah or like I guess I like a different address or something yeah it was just it was it was interesting yeah. so okay um, but yeah I think with technology people just say things and people are like but why so and it's like yeah you should ask why because like you shouldn't just listen to somebody telling you something mm -hmm. um so like something that was going on over the summer is like people would say things it was like whenever a lot of protests were happening people were like don't show your face so they were explaining why because you know like facial recognition can pick up your face but then they'd be like take screenshots so your phone doesn't um so the picture that you have doesn't have metadata uh, metadata on it and it's just, and they wouldn't say why, they wouldn't explain what metadata is to people. Mm -hmm. It's just data about data. That's basically all it is. But, like, you need to tell people why or how, like, um, things happen. Because I just don't think, like, people will, will really understand the gravity of a certain thing unless they understand, like, what could happen or why these things, like, why they're being told to do these things. Okay. Um, which is, I think, another reason why some people, like, are, like, I guess some things about technology is confusing because it's just like, yeah, you're being told all these words and you're just like, I don't do that. I don't say like, what is that? Yeah. And then they're just not being given good like explanations, which is what I'm trying to do. I'm trying yeah. to. Yeah. I think that's cool I, though. I, I, I'm very I'm much like that. a why kind of person. Like I'm like, yeah. I'm a do it, but like, is this like, is this important or is this just how you want things like or like what's going to happen afterwards if I do this or if I don't do this so I appreciate you giving the why because I think uh, I think you're right like you know they're like okay make it make a password like this and I'm like that seems really hard I want a password that I can remember because I have a lot of passwords so if I could yeah, just use exactly. the same one for everything but I don't yeah um but I think about it okay so that's your that's your advice oh. yes yeah, also use a password manager because you just you have a lot of passwords so a lot of people like to save their passwords mm -hmm. but like don't save them when, when google is like hey do you want to save your password say never just like use a password manager because that's 
that's more secure and more safe than like saving them on Google Google because I feel like people are constantly trying to hack Google anyways. Is that they're why like, they're always like I like they need my fucking blood whenever I like am trying to sign into my email from somewhere that I haven't signed in before? Yeah. I'm just like, yeah, who wants my like, email? It's so people? much junk. Like yeah. <laughs> But they're always like, Is yeah. that you? And they like send you a text message and then like five notifications and I'm like, Oh my god, I know the password. Like, yes. So. Yeah. I feel like it never used to be like that, and they just started doing that whenever more people tried to hack into it. But yeah, if you want to save your password, a password manager is great. Is um, what's the password manager? I, it just it literally just it literally like will save all your passwords and like autofill them if you you can set it to oh, autofill. Oh, okay. Want. So like um, um on I have like an um an apple phone an iphone wow i have an iphone and it like has a password i think it's called like a i don't know keychain or something like that where it saves passwords is that like a password manager i guess that is what i didn't i didn't know that because i have an android but okay. i didn't know that um iphones have that i use i use one called LastPass. Okay. um but that's actually sounds like a password manager as well yeah. i just don't save whenever like browsers want to ask me and like do you want to save this i'm like no I i'm always like it. yes and i forget the password instantly <laughs> it's i can't my sister does that it's bad you're what my sister does that she oh saves yeah it and she's like i'm she's like i don't care if i, I if like, i need to like, get it well and now like you know there's like face id for like my on my phone or whatever so like some shit where i've like signed on elsewhere like on my ipad or my computer then but i'm trying to sign on my phone it'll be like you don't i, I don't need your password let me just see your face and i'm like great because i don't know this password <laughs> it's it's probably not that good so i'll be better about a password manager so thank you for that uh, <laughs> and the last thing is promotions um i know you mentioned you had your instagram um what things are you doing are you making are you being that you'd like to promote um okay so on my instagram i guess i'm doing a lot of different things but they're all like technology related on there okay um, so yeah i was saying earlier i give like tech tip and i try to make them accessible um i also make like graphics on there too just mm -hmm. like you know like police i have one that's like talking about like dead cops or something i don't know um, I just do like, <laughs> uh, I have a comic on there talking about, uh, what is my comic talking about? Oh, it was talking about like surveillance technology and like machine learning and things like that. But I was trying to like break it down. Um, and then, oh, and like, what else? I'm actually making a project or creating a project right now with a friend. It's not on Instagram yet. Um, but basically, the project is going to be about um, cryptography and how. So you know, you know about cryptography, right? Right? How it's like a like it's just basically like oh, okay. So <laughs> cryptography is basically when like it was. It's a military technology, oh. and they. I mean, you don't have to use it for the military, but that's what it was created for. Um, and it's basically like hidden messages, you know, like like just different ways um i guess to like obscure or hide messages and so only the people who need to know what it means know what it means okay that makes sense okay um so a friend and i were like we're in the process of creating a project that um kind of talked about what was the name i i gave it a name cryptographies of resistance 
So just talking about how marginalized people use cryptographies, like with air quotes, um, like hidden messages um, to like in a way that kind of, um, yeah, it's like for liberation and how that kind of like goes against, against the status quo of what it was originally, like cryptography was created for like military use for the state and just different ways we've used cryptography, like our own types of cryptographies, even before cryptography was an actual thing. So mm-hmm. like um, during slavery, when there was like the Underground Railroad, like that to me is a type of cryptography. Or, okay, that's really cool. Um, yeah, it's just like, I feel like looking at it in that way, because I feel like there are ways there like cryptography can there's there's like tons of examples of us using cryptography but it's not necessarily thought of in that way Mm -hmm. um so like I guess kind of forwarding that and figuring out how we can use cryptography um as a tool for liberation for like continue using as a tool for liberation for marginalized people Mm -hmm. um and I was just like thinking about a lot of different ways like we've communicated I feel like like AAVE can be considered a cryptography because oh, the only people who, need, who know what it means or like it was created for black people to know what it means yeah. and outsiders, white people are the ones who are trying to constantly like um, crack the code or, you know, like use what we're saying incorrectly. So yeah, um, that part that would like to me like an example of that. Um, and so, so that's something that you're working on, but you said that it's not necessarily... Uh, up on your like Instagram or anything like that okay yeah no we're gonna um, be interesting because I really just what I want to do with that is like basically create an archive or that's what we want wanted to do like some type of archive like that doc documents like different ways that we've used cryptography since whenever gotcha Um, okay and then I'm going to like eventually whenever um the project starts I mean whenever like I get a good enough I guess a good enough like material on it to actually like introduce it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna like put some stuff up on my Instagram yeah. about that. But that's that's one of many things. I have too many ideas. What is your Instagram? <laughs> you said, oh, my Instagram. Yeah, it's abolitionist underscore shoddy. So like, I can't. How do you spell abolitionist? That's so funny. A B O A B O L I P I O N I S T underscore s-h-a-w-t-y awesome and that's where you and that's where you've been like putting up like the infographics and the information and stuff like that awesome i'm sorry oh uh, that's where you've been putting like the infographics that you mentioned and and like the kind of content up right yeah yeah awesome it's basically like my stuff um oh and then there's a thought collective the collective i'm a part of with other charlotte people I guess Charlotte, just basically North Carolina people. Okay. Um, Can you spell that, please? And yes, it's A-S-S-A-T-A, and then collective C-O-L-L-E-C-T-I-V-E. And um, we have, like, a lot of things planned for the future for that. Awesome. Um, we're kind of new, so. Yeah, but we, we did, like, some stuff with, um, you know, we did that event over mm-hmm. the summer. Yeah. And then the Juneteenth did, um, thing. Yeah, I loved that. That was so. I think that, that was our first event. Oh, really? Um, the okay. Yeah, that's a good day. And then um, we did stuff with. So we made a uh, mutual aid fund um, for they're the NSARS movement in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
we ended up raising it was specifically our fund was specifically for queer and trans nigerians protesting okay. sars um and we did raise money for that and we're still distributing because there's been a lot of um Recently, there's been like a lot of restriction from the Central Bank of Nigeria, and they're making it extremely hard for people to send money over. Because even my parents are having issues oh. sending money to their to family right now. Okay. Um, yeah, so we're still like distributing money, but yeah, that's what we're doing, and we have other things planned like beaches and stuff. So awesome. Yeah. Cool. Well, that was it. We did it. <laughs> I really appreciate you uh, coming on the podcast and um, talking about things I didn't understand, also talking about things I do understand, and affirming um, my Agritsuko enjoyment. Um, but it was really fun uh, talking to you just about um, self-care and um, kind of like the different ways um, that we, we engage with it. Um, so I appreciate it. So um, I hope yeah. you have a great evening and uh, namaste and ashe, y'all. Yeah.